0: This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So I thought we could touch upon an interesting topic today and something that we've mentioned before, but I think it's just interesting to explore in relation to the Law of Attraction. You know, these days, especially with modern physics, the excitement over quantum physics and some of the recent scientific discoveries, we're hearing more and more about parallel worlds, alternate realities, things of of that nature. But for me personally, I still find that the heart of these Law of Attraction teachings, these new concepts, fit in the way that old concepts fit in. And when I hear about parallel worlds and things like that, it doesn't necessarily affect me in the same way it might affect some people who are into the law of attraction. And I think that's because of my background in, uh, you know, Eastern religion and kind of far-out spirituality. You know, for instance, in Zen Buddhism, there's been talk of what is happening moment to moment, you know, the the flashing of the vast phenomenal world. You're going to hear that quote today. That's been a concept in Zen Buddhism and in other religions that have a mystical bent for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And I thought it could be interesting to just contrast how we look at quote unquote reality through these new ideas like parallel worlds and, you know, various existences with multiple possibilities with more like Zen teachings. And frankly, as I've said this before on the podcast and elsewhere, for me, I, I can relate much more to Zen spirituality than I can to most of the spirituality that I see in these Law of Attraction teachings, you know, and that's really what interested me when I was a teenager and then into my 20s. The book I'm going to read from today, we've read an excerpt from before, it's Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind by Shunru Suzuki. It's one of the classics of American Zen. Shunru Suzuki was a truly great Zen teacher from Japan, one of the teachers that brought Zen from Japan to the West and made it accessible to Americans. And I had the good fortune and experience of practicing under one of Suzuki Roshi's uh, disciples, Jacques Chauquan Roshi, up at Sonoma Mountain Zen Center in Santa Rosa when I was in my early 20s and living there for a year at that small community and really getting to experience what I would say is, um, you know, the heart of American Zen. And I learned so much from my time with Kwan Roshi and his family and the people who lived there and that visited on the weekends and so many of the teachers that came in because the Zen community at that time was rather small in the United States and it still is rather small in the United States. And so, you know, I got to meet firsthand so many interesting Buddhist teachers. And what they talk about in regards to reality, or as Suzuki Roshi is going to tell you here, flashing into the vast phenomenal world, is something that resonates with me much more than anything I've heard in regards to law of attraction teachings talking about it. And the type of Zen that Suzuki Roshi and Kwan Roshi practiced is uh, it's it's Soto Zen, and so it's Zazen. You just sit to sit. And so when Suzuki Roshi in this passage from Zen My Beginner's Mind talks about Zazen and sitting to sit, I think we can draw parallels with our spiritual practice, law of attraction practice in general, that are very interesting. This saying flashing in the vast phenomenal worlds," originally from Dogen Zenji, who's considered the founder of, I almost want to say Japanese, Zen Buddhism, but definitely Soto-Zen Buddhism in Japan. And so Suzuki Roshi wrote in Zen My Beginner's Mind, The purpose of Zazen is to attain the freedom of our being, physically and mentally. According to Dogen Zenji, every existence is a flashing into the vast phenomenal world. Each existence is another expression of the quality of being itself. I often see many stars early in the morning. The stars are nothing but the light which has traveled at great speed many miles from the heavenly bodies. But for me, the stars are not speedy beings, but calm, steady, and peaceful beings. We say, in calmness there should be activity. In activity, there should be calmness. Actually, they are the same thing. To say calmness or to say activity is just to express two different interpretations of one fact. There is harmony in our activity, and where there is harmony, there is calmness. This harmony is the quality of being, but the quality of being is also nothing but its speedy activity. When we sit, we feel very calm and serene, but actually, we do not know what kind of activity is going on inside our being. There is complete harmony in the activity of our physical system, so we feel the calmness in it. Even if we do not feel it, the quality is there. So for us, there is no need to be bothered by calmness or activity, stillness or movement. When you do something, if you fix your mind on the activity with some confidence, the quality of your state of mind is the activity itself. When you are concentrated on the quality of your being, you are prepared for the activity. Movement is nothing but the quality of our being. When we do zazen, the quality of our calm, steady, serene sitting is the quality of the immense activity of being itself. Everything is just a flashing into the vast phenomenal world, means the freedom of our activity and of our being. If you sit in the right manner, with the right understanding, you attain the freedom of your being, even though you are just a temporal existence. Within this moment, this temporal existence does not change, does not move, and is always independent from other existences. In the next moment, another existence arises. We may change to something else. Strictly speaking, There is no connection between I myself yesterday and I myself in this moment. There is no connection whatsoever. Dogen Zenji said, charcoal does not become ashes. Ashes are ashes. They do not belong to charcoal. They have their own past and future. They are an independent existence because they are a flashing into the vast phenomenal world. And charcoal and red hot fire are quite different existences. Black charcoal is also flashing into the vast phenomenal world. Where there is black charcoal, there is not red hot charcoal. So black charcoal is independent of red hot charcoal. Ashes are independent of firewood. Each existence is independent. Today, I am sitting in Los Altos. Tomorrow morning, I shall be in San Francisco. There is no connection between the I in Los Altos and the I in San Francisco. They are quite different beings. Here we have the freedom of existence. And there is no quality connecting you and me. When I say you, there is no I. When I say I, there is no you. You are independent, and I am independent. Each exists in a different moment. But this does not mean we are quite different beings. We are actually one and the same being. We are the same and yet different. It is very paradoxical, but actually it is so. Because we are independent beings, each one of us is a complete flashing into the vast phenomenal world. When I am sitting, there is no other person. But this does not mean I ignore you. I am completely one with every existence in the phenomenal world. So when I sit, you sit. Everything sits with me. This is our Zazen. When you sit, everything sits with you. And everything makes up the quality of your being. I am a part of you. I go into the quality of your being. So in this practice, we have absolute liberation from everything else. If you understand this secret, there is no difference between Zen practice and your everyday life. You can interpret everything as you wish. So I just feel like that's a fascinating excerpt from a fascinating book and a teacher who resonated with me spiritually in a very deep way. And what Shunri Suzuki is saying there, I think, can be compared to what we talk about when it comes to vibing out, can be compared to what we talk about when it comes to. Just being can be compared to what we talk about when we talk about being in the present moment. And when people talk about parallel worlds and existence, all these things you can ponder. But it comes back to getting to the heart of the matter. And that's what Suzuki did so well. And it's what we can do so well when we simply become present.